is fun and, and getting sad. Podcast make you feel bad. Has anyone out there seen my dad? Cause he's a podcast. Butterfield is his name, and he loves skeletons and games. Did you know his favorite game? It's got the name Fun Tail. Hey, everybody. <laughs> My name's Brad Garrett. With me, as always, Gary Butterfield. Hey, Gary, how you doing, buddy? Love an Undertale. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am, I am, I said I don't like it. I'm not dead for Undertale. Uh, so keep your Undertale lottery seat, your salad day, deathbed, motorcade. Uh, <laughs> I did really, I'm glad you brought that up because, uh, of course, if you didn't know, we're doing Trippin' on a Hole in a Paper Heart by the Stone Temple Pilots. Um, and that lyric, I assumed for the entirety of uh, every single time I listened to that song um, before this, that that was just gibberish. But it's actual words. It is words, yeah. Well, it's, and and it's uh, it's timely that we're doing tripping on a hole in paper heart. This is a, a teenage dirtbag special report. Um, you know, because the Scott Weiland, yeah. lead singer of uh, Snowball Pilot, just recently passed true. Uh, on a bus. And whenever anyone dies on a bus, we like to do a special episode about it. Um, yeah, and. Uh, you know, just like real quick before we get started, um, whenever we have a very somber special occasion, we, we roll out one of our our, our, our saddest segments um, that we only do uh, when things are, are really uh, have a lot of gravity to them. Sure. Um, of course, I'm talking about nouns later. Um, so here, here it comes. Hey. This is Christian Slater, and I want to gleam the cube and pump up the volume with my friends Gary and Bree. It's time for Now and Slater's. I'm Christian Slater, and I'm here to say I'm sorry that Scott Weiland died. Welcome to Teenage Dirtbags. Pump up the volume. Test, test. Uh, later, to recap, we'll also be doing a segment of uh, one of our favorite segments, uh, Those We Lost This Year. Yeah. Which, uh, one special name on that might first surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, it's great. Um, it's so great for Christian Slater to record that for us. Um, no, whenever whenever we need it, he's got, um, I've got him on a six episode contract whenever we need some now and Slaters. Yeah. He'll really give us a fresh pack of now and Slaters. It's really good. It's really good. Um, so, so back to what we were just discussing. The lyrics uh, at the end of the chorus. Uh, you know, I am, I am. I said, I'm not myself. I'm not dead, but I'm not for sale. And then, uh, you know, he repeats that sometimes. But the first sometimes not. First iteration. He then goes into the nonsense part, which is actually so. Keep your bankroll lottery. Eat your salad day. Deathbed motorcade. Salad. I really like the idea of a salad day. Yeah, like, well, I like, like, yeah. I mean, you know, salad days are the days when things are going well, right? That's what that phrase oh, yeah. means. I, I was thinking of like a specific holiday or like a detox. <laughs> like it's salad day, salad day, salad it's your day, salad day. Um, Sprinkled on a vinaigrette. Um, <laughs> salad days. Uh, <laughs> it could be so great. Um, so, I, yeah, I mean, so it's if you think of salad days as the good days, but uh, or but it's one specific day, but it's also the day that they died or were going to die, but they still had a motorcade involved, like yeah. like. Like, you have a funeral procession that's kind of like a motorcade, except that you're not dead yet in this case, and your best day is the day that you're laying in your deathbed thanks mm-hmm. to someone bankrolling your lottery tickets? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's abstract. It's also earlier than that, um, you know, he's uh, sipping lemon yellow booze while old lead belly sings the blues. Yeah, and I it feel might like that... That's at least something that maybe makes sense. Let me... Hey, Gary, you want to enter a special segment? 
I, I, I'm always up for segments. Uh, a special segment of what am I googling? <laughs> <laughs> what am I googling? What you googling? AKA the quiet search. 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 All right, so let's let's see if old lead belly. Okay, so we've got uh, some references to uh, oh blues legend Lead Belly plays mm-hmm. a song called Black Betty. Oh shit! This seems like a conspiracy theory. It, to me. Could it be the same Black Betty? I'm going to listen to it now. Oh, God, I hope it so. is. It's the same Black oh! Betty. <laughs> Black Betty, ramble a dam. I actually thought that was written by that terrible band. Yeah, so did I. Um, the City Raiders. Yeah, the, the Spider-Man City Raiders. <laughs> Spider-Man and the City Raiders. I, which I you, that's uh, a good name for a band. I, it is a good name for a band. Did I tell you about my, my Black Betty uh, story? Um, no. It's not much of a story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. So I guess this is a Tales from Corporate America. Tales from Corporate America. Um... I was allowed to work from home a lot, as you know, with my previous position, uh, my my olden olden days jobs, and uh, and I used to watch a lot of movies, a lot of Netflix and whatnot. And one of the things I watched was a nature documentary that uh, Tom Selleck was narrating. Uh, okay. was great, it was great. Uh, so at one point they get to the, you know, it's about America, so it's going all through all the animals in America. And we're in the Great Plains, and it's uh, wild mustangs. It's uh, he's talking about, and then uh, and this happened in every episode. There was like a part where they would just kick into a sweet classic rock jam, and uh, right. at this point, these mustangs are just kind of prancing around. And then what do I hear? Just like Black Betty starts like striking up all these mustangs are like prancing around, like getting ready to fight each other. And I was like, what the hell is happening? It was incredible. That paints a real weird picture. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess Black Betty really kind of fits for, like, Mustangs hanging out. Oh, sure. Like, just doing Mustang things? Mm-hmm. Singing Mustache songs and writing Mustache songs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's let's get into the video a little bit. And and I want to give a, a classic Teenage Dirtbags disclaimer. Two things. Yeah. Uh, I'm not stoned. Two... Uh, the this video was chosen, um, and it might people were watching this, and even you, my friend Brayton Cameron, when I suggested this, might have been like, "This video isn't weird enough." But the <laughs> thing about Stone Temple Pilots is that all of their videos have one weird thing, yeah, and then the rest of it is just really boring. Stone Temple Pilots hanging out, yeah. Um, and I I chose this one because it is the most they're having the most fun hanging out, yeah. Like this is this is them combating all their other videos. Yeah, this is the opposite. It's weird because, yeah. I mean, with the exception of maybe, like, sex type thing um, and, you know, later, like, Sour Girl. This is the only two that I'm going to say are the exceptions. But, like, the rest of them, basically every video is, like, random jump cuts of the band in different places doing different things. But they're all kind of singing the song and playing instruments. And then that's, like, that's it. Like, oh, they're, look, we put a filter on this one. Boy, do they like filters. The, the, um, see, I watched, I watched the Sour Girl video because I remembered it the same way as you did where there's weird bunny people. Yeah. But that's all there is. It's just them standing in a field and sometimes hugging bunnies. Yeah. Like, which is great. Like, I'm, I'm down for that. I'm glad that he got a chance to do that before he passed into the great beyond. Yeah. But I, I just, I think that, uh, uh, there just wasn't a lot there. Yeah. Just hugs the bunnies. Nothing happens with the bunnies. Like, yeah. These guys, you know, have a serious dearth of imagination. Yeah. Um, in almost every respect. But I, but I guess the one saving grace of Sour Girl in my mind uh, is the amazing Scott Stapp dancing. He does. He does too. Well, or or even Scott Weiland. That's what I meant. I keep saying yeah, they, Scott Stapp, but I apologize. Yeah, yeah, it's maybe because I wish Scott Stapp was dead, and I wish Scott <laughs> Weiland was still alive. I would make that trade. The. Um, <laughs> The, well, here's the thing: is if we talk about, I was thinking about this because we can talk about tripping on a hole in a paper heart. Yeah. But I think that we should do one of our classes, classic segments. Mm. If we can talk about every uh, Stone Temple Pilots video, we remember. Yeah. We can do a classic section of Stone Temple Pilots license. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's and of talk course, about that's the segment that we where we. Remember. Yeah, we could we could literally just for this podcast say everything we know about Stone Temple Pilots and get our Stone Temple Pilots license. <laughs> Somebody gave me I'm a birthday death bed. 
I, okay. And let's, qualify anyone who's listening. That's good. Let's do it. Let's start with Trippin' okay. on a Hole in a Paper Heart, since that's the, yes. uh, the one that you chose and the one I watched yes. the most. Uh, yes. Let's talk about it. Yes. So this video, um, it's lots of jump cuts, as per usual, mm-hmm. but it's even somehow lazier. Like, they forgot to put the filters on. It's it's a lot of uh, the, the, the goobers in the band mm-hmm. smiling it up, practicing at home, um, <laughs> in, in like, real, like, uh, uh, like, Spanish TV soap opera film quality. Oh, sure. Um, it's a very and cool then, video. It seems like they were just kind of filming on their tour or filming whatever, and then, you know, they gave the gave all the footage to their, like, director, and he was like, oh, I'll just use this. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is, uh, it's, 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 it's disappointing in that respect. But it's also, I think that that's what happened. So I, like, I, if you watch the video, mm-hmm. it feels like, and I say this a lot, but I feel like they, uh, were trying to purposely stretch this together. Mm-hmm. Um, because every once in a while, uh, uh, Scott Weiland is singing over a lyric and he's slowed down. And yes. every time that happens, it's very funny to me. It's really Where the, the music's going like, I am, I am. And he's going. Yeah. And it's, it's only Scott Weiland that's in, um, in, it's slowed down. And it's, and it's, there's one specific shot where it's like him being young and innocent faced and like kind of shown heroically almost where he's like in slow, slow mo black and white. And there was part of me that was like, I don't remember ever seeing this video before we've started watching it and Scott Wendt had passed. Did someone like come in and re-edit these parts? <laughs> like like stress these like, out? And then I, you know, him look better. The video we the video we watched was like the official Atlanta record or Atlantic Records one, so I assume it wasn't like just faked. But what do I know? No, no. This I remember watching this video. Yeah. This is this is this is uh, step one of my pilot's license is admitting that I had enjoyed this album. <laughs> Back in the day. Yeah. Um, like I was kind of into it. There's some songs on this record I liked. Um, this uh, being their third album, <laughs> Tiny Music. Dot dot dot. Songs from the Vatican gift shop. Yes. Songs from the Vatican gift shop. It's like that famous sense of irony that uh, that uh, Scott Stapp and Scott Weiland both share. (laughs) Yes, I mean this is. I wish I wish Scott Weiland was the lead singer of of Soundgarden, so we could talk about how he actually sang a song called "Jesus Christ Pose" as opposed to just actually doing it constantly. Yeah. Well, I mean, this this the other thing about this video is that it really. Shows a lot of this, like the Stone Temple Pilot standby thing. So let's talk a little bit about Scott Weiland. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about it last night over some chicken wings. Yeah. And uh, just a couple of wing dingers talking about Scott Weiland. Yeah. And and one of the things about Scott Weiland is that like he looks like an MMA fighter, right? Like you brought that up. Yeah, in the, like, in, especially in sex type thing, he's he's definitely MMA fight ready. He's very Fred Durst looking. He's got that chin patch. He's got the short blonde hair, like Tito Ortiz or something. What's sure. going on? Well, he's he's got a, he's got a body like Fred Durst, but he wants to have a soul like Fred Schneider. Like he wants to he wants to like like kind of mince around and stuff. Like he's 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 all kinds of strongo, but he wants to be like uh you know, he wants to like be Bowie, right? Yeah. Like I don't say mince around as a slur. I mean he wants to be like really glam. Yeah. And uh it's really it was really interesting to watch them change and, and and evolve in that way of like him going from just being this like hard rock like meathead clusterfuck to to just being this like real like weird muscular David Bowie figure. Yeah. And this video had a lot of him doing those Christ pose, like slowly taking drags on his cigarette, spreading yeah. his arms out for no reason. That's a, being this all the time. Yeah, a big part of this video is uh, like an advertisement for how cool smoking is. It is. It is boy, does he like to smoke? <laughs> and and it did. It didn't murder him too. That's not a, not a thing that did. So. He, yeah. he beat the he beat the smoking, and this is the man who wrote the song Meat Plow. Uh, <laughs> I forgot that that was a song. Oh, you forgot it? Y'all forgot about Meat Plow? Yeah, I forgot about y'all. Y'all's forgot about Meat Plow. Yeah, I did. I forgot about did. Meat Plow. <laughs> uh, which is weird that that's the name of one of our segments. I'm kidding. Oh um, yeah, no, we don't have enough about the Meat Plow. Yeah, there's not enough. I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Wow, Gary Dice by the dashboard lamp. So, um, so there's the part of this video that I think is maybe 
uh, most disturbing is the like rotting cat skeleton that they, it's currently being devoured by ants that they keep filming while Scott Weiland's making a chicken sandwich. <laughs> yep. So that sounds fake, but it's not. There's, a, there's an extensive chicken rotting slash chicken sandwich segment in this in this video, and it comes like partway through as if they'd somehow realized like, oh wait, we're a grunge band. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we're, like, we're a hard rock band because the rest of it is literally just. I'm watching the video on mute right now. Yeah, and if you were to replace most of it with, uh, you know, in Mister Show, the the fake Beatles song that they have, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. which is it's called yeah, don't beetle me, don't beetle me up, uh-huh. which is the name of the official title of that song. But uh, that song was like yeah 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 yeah. Like most of this video matches to that really well. Like you can watch <laughs> it, and they're just having a blast. Everybody who's not Scott Weiland is smiling. Mm-hmm. They, you know, keep showing the drummer. He's like concentrating, like he's trying to get the take. It's full of humanity, and then out of nowhere, it's just like cut to fast forward, rotting chicken with flies all over it. Yeah, I, you know, I don't think that's a rotting chicken. I think that's a cat skeleton. Oh yeah, I think. I mean, I think you're right. I was getting confused because of his chicken sandwich making ways. Because of the chicken sandwich that he puts together, then immediately eats. Uh, <laughs> yep. Because like, what 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 was the idea behind that footage? Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it was just a weird coincidence that they were like, oh, like, somebody sat through, like, 55 hours of tour footage. And, totally. Like, and was like, oh, shit. <laughs> a gif of this, like, section of this that's just about the chicken sandwich. <laughs> like, I want to see the storyboard or, like, the idea behind this video. Like, you know, okay, then guys, we're going to have Scotty the chicken sandwich. Yeah. No. She's going to make it first. Yeah. And, it, and it's like, I'll admit, it's kind of a gross Nine Inch Nails-esque chicken sandwich. Yeah. But it's still, and then they go to a ranch. It, It's real weird. Yeah. I, yeah, but they go to the ranch for like two seconds. You see some people scoop up horse shit, and then they move on. Yep, they move on. They, uh, there's a lot of it that's in a bounce house. Yeah. Which is like, that's a that's a real like little kid's idea of a cool music video. Like, let's yeah. rent all the things that adults rent for us sometimes. Yeah. But Scott Weiland is there with one of his classic feather slash fur jackets. Oh, yeah. Smoking cigarettes. I I really feel like somebody needs to tell him that looks like, looks stupid. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mm. Yeah, you'd have to go. Okay, so this is interesting is that I feel like this band altogether, like, just doesn't fit. Like, and I think this video is a really good example of, like, you have uh, Scott Weiland, who obviously wants to be glam and is from the late 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> you have the drummer, who looks like he's supposed to be in Rush and is yep. like a giant nerd. He's, like, uh, he's very Canadian. He's very Canadian. He's a very, very Canadian-looking dude, yeah. And, uh, and then you have the two brothers, the guitarist, who looks like a 1960s mod, and <laughs> the other, the bass player, who looks like he's... I don't know, from like New Jersey and is in like a like like lit? Yeah, is in lit or I was gonna say some sort of like classic rock cover band uh or, you know, whatever. Like they yeah. do not like it doesn't fit at all to me. Like it's definitely four people with four very distinct ideas of what is good fashion. And and good music, because he quit for a while. Sky Island took off. Yeah, well, well, and he was also fired it too. Yeah, he he took off and was fired. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that's the uh, uh, again just step two on my pilot's license. Yeah. Um, Are we going to be but, covering Velvet Revolver or the Wild oh, Bunch or whatever the name of that? Uh, that's how you get. That's how you get your your uh, your Velvet Revolver gun license. Is <laughs> by um, saying everything you know about Velvet Revolver, yeah. and I can't get that because I, I know nothing about it. Yeah. Um, this just in, Scott. I can't stop watching him make a chicken sandwich and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not that I forgot that that was in there, but when you watch it on mute yeah. and just go to that part of the video and watch it over and over, it has a really different effect. Like about you know two minutes to two minutes and twenty seconds of this video is literally just Scott Weiland making a chicken sandwich and eating yeah. it. Yeah, it's the entire <laughs> guitar solo. Like it's what if we have a sa- like real sandwich cut, like sandwich cut to Scott, and yeah. then cut to a frog with a filter because we found our filters. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I think we've covered just about everything we can for this specific video. Let's yeah. talk about some other ones. Specifically, I think maybe their first video, do you think it was sex type thing? I think it might have been. Um, it was Creep. 
Oh, it was creepy. Okay, the so creepy is one that also wasn't very traditional for them. Because it's mm-hmm. mostly Scott Weiland hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 they didn't really know they were finding their voice. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, their eyes, as it were. Their sight. Yeah, they're, they're, they're finding their sight. Um, I'm going to put that on a mute of the background here as well. Um, just uh, just forgive me here. And uh, and just refresh my memory. Your yeah, that's... Kind of neat, oh, tells me oh boy. Creep. Oh, jeez. I don't, I don't actually... This might not be the first one, but I think it is. Um, do you think that's the same kitchen they made the the famous sandwich in? Oh, you know, I don't know. Let me let me take a look. I know this house is way too abandoned. Uh, but, oh, <laughs> man, that kitchen is very similar. Oh, okay, now I'm going to watch both of them side by side, and we're going to find out. Okay. <laughs> i gotta, I got to find this kitchen... This, uh, sandwich, sandwich comparison. Kitchen, yeah. It's a regular kitchen nightmare. <laughs> um, I don't think that's the same kitchen. You don't think it's the same kitchen? Well, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, it's a different kitchen. So, so pilots had access to two different kitchens over the course of five years. <laughs> <laughs> so, you put that in your pilot's license. Yeah. Um, the uh, What else do we know about these guys in in honor of uh, uh, Scott Stapp? Scott Weiland? Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, there's onions on the table in the in this video for... Uh... Imagine he's doing the onion poem. You, I'm going to watch this video on silent while you do the onion poem at the yeah, end. He's got a big bowl of onions, which makes sense. Onions, I think, are creepy. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's any any vegetable that grows, like, layer after layer, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it grows, and then it grows another layer around it, yeah. and then grows another layer. I don't actually know that's how onions grow, but I assume so. I have no idea. Right? Yeah. I mean, well, that sounds like pearls. Somewhere, right? Sure. Yeah. Because they are the pearls of your plate. Is how that old saying goes. Isn't that a kind of onion, a pearl onion? It is a pearl onion, yeah. Those things are just like, you, you just put those in cocktails if you're old. Yeah. But I bought a, a stir-fry mix, and it comes with pearl onions in it, and I wish it just had regular onions. I don't know yeah. why it, it has that. Trader Joe's dropped the ball. Yeah. Dropped the pearl, as it were. I'm not a bad boy. <laughs> it's kind of a ball. It is. It is It is a ball. Having I mean, a ball with pearls. I find this very distracting, uh, trying to watch this video and talk to you. Oh, could it be other? Yeah. yeah, no, it's okay. You don't have to stop it. it it's it's a... a it's it's good. It's it's a essential step yeah. for pilot license. So we have we have core. We have the singles from core. Okay. The creep. We have a sex type thing. I think creep and sex type thing are both worthy of, of mentioning that they are. Well, okay. Creep has kind of got some story to it, or at least it's kind of just giving these vignettes into different types of creeps. Uh, specifically, Scott Weiland, the guy who yeah. curves <laughs> on his teenage friends making out in the back of a car. Yeah. There are only so many types of creeps, and one of them is Scott Weiland. Yeah, he's, he's a Scott Weiland-type Pokemon. Uh, two people who sit in an empty house right next to each other, one of which constantly plays guitar. That's that's a creep yeah. to me. That's a creep old, move. old man who leaves his lawnmower out on his tiny, tiny yard. And just, just, just shop. Total creep. Um, total creep, yeah. He cuts his grass in a suit? Come on. Yep. So I, here's the thing. I defy you to hum the song Plush. Do you remember that song from them? Because it was also apparently a single. Uh, you defy me to hide. To, oh, boy. Like, okay. Yeah, how did that song Because I don't fucking remember. Uh, you guys are real tough on yeah? The one about the dogs. I think it goes, um, Plush, Plush. There's only one sex type thing for me now, Plush. Yeah. Plush. Yeah, no, this is, goes, uh, like, we're here on the doors of fire that was in silver chair no that was not silver chair silver chair was oh. the uh, other song which is uh left me far behind no that was camel box okay. just kidding. i know i think i think silver chair does uh it was good living with you uh-oh no that wasn't that either. it was good i living with you silver chair silver chair um <laughs> i mean we're still I feel like I have to take back some of my statements because, like, this video is still, like, it's a traditional 90s video for Plush where it's, like, band is playing a concert. Also, some other things There's happen. girls. Yep. There's creeps and girls. And filters. Well, this is, this is, this is their filter, like, period. Oh, yeah. They're getting... This is the first the, of their heavily filtered videos. The weird funhouse mirror lens that's going on here. Yeah. Every time they do one of these videos, it's like, hey, man, nice shot. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, so, that, so that's core. 
And then we we got to move on to purple, right? Okay, we do have to move on to purple, so let's do that. Purple is something I like to call a breakthrough album for mm-hmm. STP and the boys. Yeah. Because um, it had uh, Vaseline, which yeah. I mentioned, which goes, uh, I am, I am, I've got some Vaseline. Nope, nope. That, that was stripping nope. in a hole. Okay. Uh, that's stripping in a hole. And then they also had an interstate love song, mm-hmm. which we watched that too. That was uh, a little deleted scenes. Yeah. People listening, we were, we were thinking about doing that because. Love song. But that song is very promising, video wise, right? Like you, though. But it was yeah. Like we were introduced to that, like Stone Temple Pilots. It just ended up being a staple for them, where it was, you know, the band doing some stuff in different locations, jump cuts between them, and then, like, kind of a through line that didn't quite make sense, right? Like, just like a, they had that vignette at the beginning where it was like a clown who was maybe cheating on his wife or something. He's Pinocchio, okay. His nose turns into a big dick. Yeah, it gets longer and longer, but then he, he leaves, like yeah, and then just runs around and looks mischievous around Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, he's just like only around in the sense that like they're in the same video. Well, no, no, he escapes them a couple times. Like they're oh. on the roof. Um, Scott Weiland's got a stupid fucking cowboy hat on. Yeah, and then the clown like runs past him at some point. Okay, it's it's a uh, it, it, they these these worlds do collide. This is exactly what it's like. And that was what it was um, like. It's that video. Yes. Um, but the, nothing else, never ever comes, there's no payoff, right? Yeah. Um, and then we get a Bing Bang Baby, which is just like a super oversaturated Bowie Scott Wyland. Yeah, it's very... Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry, no, that's actually, that's Tiny Music, sorry. Uh, I, for, I forgot about the uh, the songs from, the rest of the songs from uh, from Purple. Well, we did really get to talk about Vaseline, where it's, again, it's the same sort of video, where it's just a bunch of weird stuff happening, someone who kind of looks like Alice from Alice in Wonderland. Uh <laughs> The band seems to be dressed up kind of doing like a hard day's night sort of thing, but a hard day's night if they were like lanky Victorian gentlemen. Oh, yeah, this guy. And, and it has that German Umbo band in the oh, middle. Oh, right. I remember this shit. But yeah, it is It is just what if Scott Weiland danced? Like, which is the premise <laughs> for like all these videos. Like, um, okay, so moving on to my, what I can say undeniably is my favorite Stone Temple Pilots album. Is it? Tiny is Music, it? Songs okay. from the Vatican Dish Shop. Okay. Um, can we back up? When was Wicked Garden come out? Ah, oh, Wicked Garden. Um, oh, Wicked Garden might have been on Purple. Okay. Uh, I hate that song. I want to run through your Wicked Garden. That's the worst goddamn song. It's well, so okay. bad. I'm looking at the video now, and he's got his pink hair in this, so I think it might have been Purple. It might have been, yeah, Purple. or well, t- Yeah, because Tiny Music is when he went total glam, because yeah. it's got Big Bad Baby. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Big Baby Big Baby also has another song by them I hate, because there aren't that many songs I actually like literally hate, yeah. but Lady Picture Show, oh. which I think is a really annoying fucking song. Uh, I uh, do not recall it. Uh, would you like Lady to sing some of it? show, something, 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 something. She's got her hands in the Vaseline now. It is a salad day all day now. <laughs> How'd that go? The first part is actually accurate. Yeah, well, yeah, it was accurate uh, as your memory is allowing at this time. Yeah, and this is this is like their old timey uh, black and white. It's more of them trying to do the tonight tonight video from from uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, and, you know what? Uh, I watched the lady lady picture show one. Yeah, nothing happens in it. It's just them playing music. Except no. instead of dancing, Scott Weiland just walks forward at you. Oh, big big surprise, right? Yeah, ex- exactly. Okay. Uh, but now we're now I think we're moving on to your favorite Stone Temple Pilots album. Okay, we're getting yeah. Where this is where okay, this is uh, you know a little bit of uh, pulling back the curtain, a little uh, yep. telling s- tales out of school, if you will. <laughs> Gary and Brayton, please report to the principal's office. Um, this is when I worked at uh, Target, and I worked in the music, movies, and book section, and I ended up buying a lot of really bad music that just came out because I worked there at the time. And that would be uh, Four by Stone Temple Pilots, which was the only Stone Temple Pilots album I owned. Mm-hmm. 
Now, is this the, the this was not the one the later ones without Scott Weiland, right? No, Scott Weiland's still in this. This is when they like they stopped recording for a few years and then they came back and their big like I don't want to say the big uh, like the first single off it was Down, which was the hardest song they ever played, which uh, mm. like does not sound like them at all. Like, but it was like them trying to come back and be like, "We're grunge again, remember?" And then, yeah. like, which is ridiculous because later in the album is that song "Sour Girl," which we we'll t- we talked about a little bit, which is not grunge at all. It's just like super dreamy and like, yeah, yeah, a little bit sad. Yeah, a little sad, a little dreamy. Um, they have a song called "Heaven and Hot Rods" on that album. Yeah, I can um, uh, I can assure you that that song is terrible. And, and a song called "Pruno." Is is Scott Weiland's ode to prison wine surprisingly could, effective and poetic? It could be. Uh, I don't recall it. Okay. The um, I had a, a real girl. I had a real weird thing going on. Uh, you know, when I was young and didn't quite understand music as well as I like to think I do now. Um, in that, uh, if I got an album where I knew some of the songs on it, I had a very difficult time listening to the songs I didn't know. Like, in a mm. sense that I was almost afraid to do it, because I was like, what if I hear a song and I absolutely hate it, and then I don't want to listen to the album anymore? Uh, mm. And then there's these two songs that I do like, and now I hate them. And it's like, a, yeah. it's a weird thing. Uh, so, like, I remember listening to Down and Sour Girl and maybe one or two other tracks a lot, and, like, very rarely listening to the rest of the album. I I had a similar thing, but what I would do is I would listen to those songs, but then convince myself that I like them. Oh, okay. So like I would listen to an album and like because I I was kind of like I wasn't quite a grunge kid. Like I, I like Nirvana a lot, and I still mm-hmm. like Nirvana. Um, but the um, you know I tried to get into Nirvana's contemporaries, you know, such as sound, your Soundgarden mm-hmm. and your Alice's and Chains, and uh, I would like the singles from those bands, you know. Yeah. Uh, but then I would get them and get the Alice and Chains album, and it just horseshit. And like the you know I don't think those are very good songs. Um, but I would listen to them and be like, no, it was pretty good. It's got a good beat. Like, I can dig this. Uh, but I never liked it. I was, like, lying to myself and my friends. <laughs> I don't think anybody <laughs> ever said that an Alice in, uh, Alice in Chains song had a good beat. I don't think anyone yeah, like, That's how you could tell that I, I was faking it, because I was like, this is a good beat, good rhythm, crisp drums, uh, could, cool guitar. This, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is cool. You you could really put this on at the old uh, the old dance hall and uh, really get down like the kids. Um, yeah, it, that's how you could tell I was lying to myself. Yeah, and and I certainly was. Um, so, which uh, the, yeah, uh, to go back, get back on our pilot's license, do a little pilot wings here. I think the only other thing worth mentioning on Sour Girl is that Sarah Michelle Gellar is in the video. Oh, TV is Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yes, uh, this is okay. at the height of her power. She couldn't have been more popular. Uh, and then she did this video, and where is she now? That's my question to you. Oh, I don't know. Is that is that one of our segments? Is that? Or I guess I could just be what you Google and you don't have special resources that other people don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't feel like we really need to to Google that. It's just, uh, you know, just wonder what happened there. Just wondering where is Sarah Michelle Gellar? I, I assume uh, raising her children and being responsible, but what do I know? Hmm. The uh, so next album, uh, Shangri La Di Da. Ah, so, okay, so clever! Okay, so clever! That, that, that biting stab wit strikes again. Um, and, <laughs> Wyland, and this one, Wyland wit. No, no, it's not the world. I want some Wyland. Scott Wyland. I I don't think anybody's ever heard this album, and I assume that it's kind of gross because the big single from it was a song called Hollywood Bitch. Mm. So I don't I don't like that. Yeah. I can't imagine that's a you know not awful. Yeah. Uh, awful, terrible song. Uh, here's a little trivia for you. That song was released only eight days before September 11th, 2001. Coincidence? I don't think so. <laughs> Cue the music. <laughs> That fuel can't melt steel beams. Moon landing? I don't think so. What really happened at the Grass Knoll? The Bilderberg Group. The Bilderberg Group. Illuminati. Illuminati's House of Pies. Secret, secret, secret. Ah, spooky. I do not have a conspiracy for this at all. <laughs> no, I, I think that it's, uh, it's it, people can play at home. Unless you want to just discuss the three most obvious facts, all right? Okay, one. Okay. September 11th took place where two buildings were destroyed by airplanes. Who flies airplanes? 
uh, pilots. Yes, and stone what are buildings made pilots. out of? Stone. Stone. Often and made out of what, stone. What and did, did the religious people that uh, that wanted to hate our freedom? What right. did they pray at? Temples. Well, I mean, you have to think about it. Uh, people were worshiping at the altar of money in those buildings. It was a temple. Yes, yes. and uh, you know they hate our culture. They hate our Hollywood. They hate our our men and our women. Mm-hmm. So that song is definitely a precursor to that. Yeah, uh, so, uh, and, you know, uh, a lot of people went to Shangri La after that. Yeah, Jet Fuel can't melt stone. But do we think about them? No, it's more like Shangri La Da. Shangri La Da. It's like the name of a bad Paul Simon album. Like, it's like, <laughs> like from his like, there goes Ryman Simon days of, of naming things. Um, cars are cars. Uh, I don't think anybody's heard this this album though. And then they they do the late career titular album, which uh, just called Stone Devil Pilots has one of the worst uh, covers I've ever seen, which is this psychedelic peace sign for some reason. Yeah, well. and no one's ever heard any of these songs. I think this is that. that, that point in the like a band's career where like i i know specifically like there was a like jim morrison tribute album that came out in like early 2000 and like scott wyland was on it like mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff was coming out like it was just like you know they were like oh we're a band and we we don't know what to do except for be a band so yeah uh, yeah no other skills yeah and then, uh, then they had this song, this EP for a song called High Rise. And then Scott Weiland died and we recorded about it. Yeah. And I think that's probably Pilot's License. I don't, uh, I can't think of anything else about this band that I don't hate, but also think is kind of rough and bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hate's such a strong word. Yeah, I don't hate this band. Uh, I think, I, you know, obviously, like so many other bands, uh, late career stuff, I think gets worse. Um, yes, I, I, I enjoyed think, some I, of their early I, stuff. Yeah, well, my my you know my my the third album is my favorite. It's kind of right in the middle there, so mm-hmm. it's later in time that they get worse to me. But their first album is a little rough and raw for for my purposes. Sure, sure. You, you know, as you yeah. prefer the softer rocks. I I, I like I like Bowie, so I like uh, Scott Stapp trying to be Bowie more than I like Scott, Scott Weiland trying to be Scott Weiland. <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen Scott Stapp try to be Bowie, but that would be kind of interesting to me. <laughs> It'd be amazing. Yeah. I've never seen Scott Stapp. Uh, uh, really, you've never seen him? No, I mean I never met him or anything. Oh, okay. I mean, I do. There is that mysterious guy that that hangs out at my house. My dad's not around. My Scott Stapp dad, who is is you know somebody who uh, uh, takes me to amusement parks and plays uh, rock and roll with me. And uh, his arms are always open for you, wide open. Yeah. Bring it in for a hug. Speaking of bringing it in, Gary, let's bring it in for the real thing. You know what's going to happen, right? I think we need to find out which Pokemon is cutest. Damn right. Mr. Mom and Pikachu, I think one is gross and I think the other is cute. Some Pokemon, they ain't that cute, but I think some are. How about you, Kabutops? Was was I right? Did I guess the actual thing? You're absolutely right, yes. And we are starting... The second round, Gary. We oh, made it shit. all the way through the first round, thanks to shit. recording three episodes live. <laughs> and here we are, the second round. Gary, let me do a quick count for you here. Count it out, man. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I believe fifteen more episodes, and we will be done. So what, what does that put us? Um, thir- like uh, 30 weeks from now? 30 weeks from now. Um, and that's not counting our, our season break yeah. of roughly a couple weeks. So probably like 35 weeks. So we're talking... Uh, so what, like July? July? July, August. July, August, yeah. Okay. There's a good chance that one of us will be dead before this tournament ends. <laughs> yes. That is... Uh, but that's, I, I, if I'm going to die, I would prefer to die uh, trying to determine which Pokemon is cutest. Okay. Well, here it is. I get my wish. Your first, your first of the second round. Do you remember who it is, Gary? Uh, <laughs> not remotely. <laughs> you only had to remember no. 32 specific Pokemon. Come on. <laughs> I can't. No. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to refresh, refresh my memory anyway. So. All right. It is Grovile versus Skuntank. Grovile versus Skuntank in the 
first round, or the first uh, match of the second round. Grovile versus Skuntank. Gary, who's going to win? All right, pulling up some extensive Google image searches of these guys. This is a tough one. Mm. Well, uh, gonna, it's just going to get harder, Gary. It's just going to get harder. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, uh, well, this, is, this, one, this one's hard because there's not uh, – they're both kind of middlingly cute Pokemon. Like, if uh, whoever wins this one's going to lose the next round, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I so, don't know. You never know because the next two could be, could be also squeakers. That's true. Uh, at least these guys are a couple of squeakers. Um, so Grovile, to remind everybody, is this kind of snake lizard thing. Um, he's got feathers on his uh, wrists and at the back of his knees for some reason. And then uh, he's a lizard. And then Skuntank, I think, is the evolution of a smaller skunk Pokemon mm-hmm. who is a skunk um, whose tail goes over his face. And the sixth Google image result is literally him shooting a cloud of green gas out of his like in healthily engorged asshole. Mm, like it, it is, it is, it is like a, a, a silver dollar of aperture, mm-hmm. and uh, but I'm still gonna give. I think I'm gonna give it a skunk tank. Really? Skunk tank. Yeah, skunk tank. <clears throat> he's, he's, I think skunks are cute. Okay. Um, and Grovile just doesn't look that cute to me. Like he looks okay. a little too like lizardy and and off putting and, yeah. and gross so to me. No love for the lizard tonight. No skunk tank <laughs> advances to round three. <laughs> No love for the lizard tonight, guys. Time for the skunk tank. Boom, boom, skunk tank. Boom, boom. Uh, can I give you... You know what? I don't want to spoil what the next one is. Or wait, oh, do you want to do two? We we could probably speed it up. Do you want to do you want to finish this in late July rather than early August? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna do two uh, in honor of uh, Scott Wyland, who always lived on the edge. Let's do two. <laughs> Okay, it's are you what he ready? Would have wanted. It's, okay. it's what he would have wanted. <laughs> okay. Okay, sorry. I, I just want to make sure I'm picking the right one. Okay. You uh, are uh, two uh, Pokemon uh, day, death, death, death. Okay, this this round is Stantler versus Iglybuff. Oh, I, I don't even need to type Iglybuff, and I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this one's this one's not hard. This is not a squeaker. I figured it would um, be an easy one. Yeah, this is definitely Iggly Buff. Stantler, if you recall, and I don't want to just I one one uh downfall of this this setup that we have is making the same observations every time we talk about the two Pokemon. So I'll try to avoid that. But mm-hmm. Stantler's big weird inflated butt thing uh grosses me out. Yeah. I, but, I don't care for it. But it was enough to get you in. It, it was enough to get him in because he must have been going up against a, like a real low hanging fruit. Yeah, he went uh, against uh, Zoro Arc last time. Oh, okay. Um, then I would, I would definitely give that to Iglybuff. Did you uh, one? There's an Iglybuff Nick Cage crossover. Yeah. Did you also see the Iglybuff Fizalia? <laughs> I did see Iglybuff Fizalia. Iglyzalia buff. Yeah. 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 Into it. Yeah. I you know I had a thought today uh, when I was at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, can, I, can we do another Tales from Corporate America real quick? Of course we can. Tales from Corporate America. I know we're running a little bit long. Um, and and I was just thinking about it. And th- this doesn't have anything to do with work. It's just I have this thought at work. Mm. Um, how can you... I got really legitimately sad when I had the thought. I was walking around resetting the escape room. And I thought... Ekans is no one's favorite Pokemon. And, like, it actually made me sad. <laughs> like, can you imagine the test case of someone who's like, man, Ekans is fucking sweet and awesome. Like, I, I feel Ekans. like, is that one of those things where um, you can, you can like, there's a personality test where it's like, oh, is Ekans is your favorite uh, Pokemon? Uh, you're a serial killer. Yo, totally. Like, it makes no sense. Like, no, it, I can't, I just can't imagine it. And then it evolves into a gross thing. And it's not even like, no. I like snakes, and, and I think snakes can be cute. And it's not, again, we're not doing which one is cutest. This this yeah. is a, a full, full holistic book of you. I don't know. Uh, I, I Google image search Ekans, and there's a lot of love here. There is some, but like, yeah, I guess that's true. So maybe there is somebody who's, who they're, this is their favorite Pokemon, though? Yeah. This is just like, like oh, it's a purple snake. Exactly. It's a, it's just a per, it's just a snake. Yeah. Like and and just like favorite. There's so much you know. There's so much imagination out there in the world of Pokemon. Yeah. Like it just it just be it would be very surprising to me if this was somebody. And I got legitimately sad. I was just like, oh, buddy. 
Like, yeah, so that's all. Yeah, yeah, you were... Sad of myself out at work. Sad that no one loved a Pokemon. Yeah. Or just loved it enough to have it be their absolute favorite. But yeah, that it legitimately made me a little sad. And then I got distracted by something, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, you know what that reminds me of, Gary? That post that went around the internet a few years ago, and it was, uh, <clears throat> it was a story that this, this, uh, woman who was pregnant and just started, like, bawling uncontrollably, uh, and her husband was like, what's going on? And she's just like, it's this long drawn out story and I'm going to shorten it obviously because I don't care. But, um, this long drawn out story that's just like, uh, we, we put stuff on that chair and we don't sit in it. And that chair like had a family and it was supposed to grow up and we're not letting it like reach its full potential. And like, uh, and, and she was just like crying. And that's like, that's what your Pokemon story kind of reminds me of. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I think that you are, uh, uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, okay. Ah, boy. Anyway, what did we learn today? Today was a, a an eventful day. It was a sad day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. sad because of, um, Scott. And, uh, um, yeah, I think now is the perfect time to do our segment of Who We Lost. Shannon Hoon, Senator Strom Thurgood, The Big Bopper, Mama Cass. Bob Hope, John Lennon. Who we lost this year? Yeah, let's find out who we lost this year. Or this since the last time we did who we lost. It's Scott Weiland. Scott Weiland, and also I just found out Robert Loggia died. Yeah. So lost a lot of good people this year. But here's the thing, buddy. Scott Weiland might have died, but can you imagine the band up in heaven? <laughs> they just gained one hell of a. Feather boa, rockin' tambourinist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, we also, I feel like we would be uh, amiss, since we might not do another one in 2015, to also mention uh, Leonard Nimoy had also passed. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. The original Mr. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, so um, you know, the, the, we've we've learned a lot today. It's been a great episode, yeah. um, you know. But you know, and and we got our pilots, our Stonehill pilots license, yeah. which is great. We played a quick game of Stonehill pilot wings, mm-hmm. um, but the uh, you might have think that we've done everything we can do. However, every episode of Teenage Dirtbags ends with a poem about an onion, because you ain't seen nothing yet. I said those things out of order. Um, here it goes. <laughs> it is our poem about an onion. Bring Cameron. Lean on me, my friend. Okay, uh, I will. Let's just get to it. Uh, Gary, before we do, can I, uh, let's segment into one of my favorite, uh, okay, look, uh, we're gonna switch to a new segment, Gary. I know most of our segments, almost all of our segments that we've done over the course of many years, this is the longest running podcast in history, uh, you probably aren't ready for a new segment. Like, almost everything we've done on this show since it's been recorded has been an old favorite of ours yeah. and the listening audience. But, like, I wanted to mix it up a little bit. I wanted to do a new segment that's inspired by an old segment. Okay. I, I, I'm way into it. It's called Butchagarian. Butchagarian. A.K.A. The Quiet Search. 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 In which I ask you, Gary Butterfield, a question that I think you'll know the answer to. Are you ready? I am ready. Gary, do you think this onion poem's got a title? (laughs) No. You're correct. Yes! (laughs) All right. I am a man, I am a right about an onion poem now. (laughs) Gonna hear an onion poem now. Anyhow. Everyone writes shitty poems about sunlight. I can, too. Hey, fuckers, there's a bright fire at orb called the sun. Wake up, cock-a-doodle-doo, shake off the ennui. Came in late to work, oh, the boss fellatio. Money for labor, money for ideas, money fornication. I am tired of your lazy, ugly faces, motherfuckers. Thank you. 
<laughs> so, look out, people at Brayton's work. I am, I am, I am. I said I want to get next to you. I'm going to work for you. Get a paycheck, too. <laughs> you know I need your Wi-Fi password. I know I fill out W-2. Um. Check out my exemptions now. Ah, <laughs> oh, put a one, a zero, a zero. Um, that's him filling out the exemption lines. Yes. Um, for his tax type thing. Uh, <laughs> I am, I am, I am. I'm gonna fill out this 1040. I'm gonna make it real easy. Easy. Um, <laughs> you know what? When I started this podcast, I would have never thought I'd be singing a Scott Weiland song about doing my taxes. Well, the, the reason why, Brayton, is because you and I are going to start. We live together, as people are listening to this now. Um, that's why we're going to start our new band, IRSTP, where it's just Stone Temple Pilots songs about taxes. <laughs> Internal Revenue Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, yeah the Internal Revenue. Their old name, Internal Revenue Shirley Temple's Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Internal Revenue Shirley Temple's Pussy. Um, it's like, it's like I, you're speaking in tongues. <laughs> like that is, is like, it's smelling perfect. toast. Yeah, things are not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> gotta claim your tips. <laughs> Anywho, we're um, here. <laughs> the order just find you. Got time, time to file for file an extension. <laughs> Extension! Extension! <laughs> okay. I am, I am, I am, Brayden Cameron. Thank you for listening to the show. And I'm a man who wants to sit next to you. Uh, I'm Gary Butterfield. Thank you guys very much for listening. We will see you in just a couple weeks with yeah. our Christmas special. Yes. Correct? Yes. That's correct. Our Christmas special. special. A, a little bit of a New Year's break, and then we'll be back to normal. Yep. But I bet you there's a good chance the Christmas special will be at least double length. Yeah, I think it's going to be a two-parter. Yeah, maybe a two-parter, yeah. It's going to be pretty big. It's it's uh, mandatory viewing. Yeah. So, good night, everybody. Good night. I know you want to know to file. <laughs> I know you want to deduct. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to get off the phone.